Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Hello, chickens. Uh, welcome back into the Theory Dome. Uh, I'm back in my original home of the theories, <laughs> which is next to a window, so you could uh, there could be the occasional plane flying over. You never know. Um, I flip around. The Theory Dome moves. Uh, it's not important for you to know, but sometimes I like to let you into my... <laughs> My weird life. It's a very strange place here. Uh, so we just did watch The Christmas Invasion. Uh, and uh, look, I've got to say, I really enjoyed it this time around. Like, it was fun. It was silly. It was madness. Um, and it's like, I remember the first time I watched it, I was kind of like, uh, the first couple of times, I was like, oh, it just feels weird. Like, that, you know, it's an episode of Doctor Who that the Doctor's not in. Like, it's mostly, um, you know, Rose and Jackie and Mickey and, you know, weird Santa robot creature pilot fish things and then the Sycorax and its unit and uh, the, <laughs> the exposition Bluetooth. Um but this recent watching, I realised that Russell T Davis has been very clever in this instance because it was the first time there had been a regeneration in, I guess the the you know the kids who'd started watching Doctor Who this series. You know, not that really he knew that there would be. Um, but I guess by the time he's writing this one, it was kind of a success, I suppose. And people are, like, watching it in droves on a Saturday night uh, in the UK. Like, it was so big even here in Australia that, like, we did ads for it at work, like, on the radio. Um, like, 
friend of mine rang up and said, why were they talking about Doctor Who and you weren't joining in? I was like, because yeah, it was a commercial. Because <laughs> but it was the guys you work with. I went, yeah, they're called live reads. We do them all the time. Um, they're meant to sound like we're chatting, but we do them in the middle of other commercials. So it's hopefully obvious it's a commercial. Anyway, uh, now that people do live reads in podcasts all the time, so people are all over it. Uh, but yeah, so it was like Christopher Eccleston had just regenerated. It was people's first experience of the doctor going through that process because the show hadn't been on for a very long time. Um, uh, yeah, so, you know, it, while it's kind of like ingrained in the public consciousness now, because it's what nearly, we're getting close to 20 years since the show came back, like to the point where. Was it, someone pointed out the other day that I think um, the new companion, I probably said this the other day, was born uh, when it was announced Billy Piper would be the new companion. Like, it's crazy um, <laughs> how long the show's been on now. Uh, so, yeah, like 18 years. Um, it's, yeah, it's baffling. Uh, so, the, yeah, like it would have been people's first experience so watching watching the christmas invasion again i was really struck by how much we as the audience are going through this period of grief and uncertainty with rose um you know where we're seeing her not know if this is really the doctor like you know she's seen this happen in front of her eyes but it's like a whole new guy yes he's wearing the oversized jacket and it's like what what is happening here um so, yeah, I feel like that's uh that's kind of a big thing. Um it's yeah, it, so because we follow it with her, we you know, we experience her consternation, her distress um about who this is. So I feel like him being unconscious, like if he was awake for the whole time and just taking charge, we'd never have that that feeling we'd never really like she would be suspicious of him but we'd be also learning to love him really quickly because you know david tennant is very charming um in this role like he's you know hyperactive and uh, wacky and fun but he yeah i i think i think now watching it um which at the time i was like oh how can it be doctor who if doctor who's barely in it i'm like no this was really clever um, on Russell T. Davis's behalf. Like, it was a really clever thing to make Rose the front and centre. She had been the centre of the first episode of the entire series uh, when she, you know, Christopher Eccleston turns up after a while and grabs her hand and says, run. Um, so, you know, we've kind of seen the Doctor through her eyes for the whole series. Uh, and so I think it's really clever to see the new Doctor through her eyes and her experience before, you know, it becomes his show essentially by the next series when uh, Martha's there and then Donna tries to take the show away from him again. Uh, <laughs> it's Catherine Tate, like... <laughs> What's she going to do? Um, speaking of Catherine Tate, if you are a Patreon subscriber, uh, I am one of the big Finnish stories I listen to. Uh, I say one of, like there's an entire box set of like five, four stories, three stories. I don't remember how many. Um, it was the Donna Noble kidnapped box set that I listened to uh, on my big drive um, between Sydney and Melbourne uh, and, and also in Melbourne and then halfway 
Like I listened to another bit on the way back again. Um, so yeah, I do a big finish for uh, subscribers on the theoretician and theorist tiers. You can hear the big finish ones. Um, and there's the comic strip uh, podcast for the people who are just on the theoretician tier. And in the next uh, couple of podcasts for people on the theoretician tier, I will be talking about the latest comic book, um, which is in the Doctor Who magazine. Uh, so if you're hoping to wait until you get to the end of the story, spoiler alert. Uh, but it is basically a con. It's a continuation of what happened at the end of The Power of the Doctor. Uh, Russell T. Davis has said, you know, all along he's wanted to incorporate the comic book but just never was able to. And now because they have uh, a 13-month gap between the end of Power of the Doctor and the first David Tennant special, he's like, well, we can have the new Doctor in the comic because there it's a unique position where... We know David Tennant as an actor. We know his his character as the Doctor. So, it's kind of like, you know, we're not discovering the Doctor for the first time in the comic and being like, well, I don't know how they behave. Um, this is like, no, 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 this is, this. you know, we know the Doctor. We know his speech patterns and everything. So, it's uh, it's been quite fascinating, the, uh, the comic book with the new old Doctor. I keep calling him the new old Doctor. <laughs> I talk about David Tennant taking over from Jodie Whittaker. I'm like, now he's the new old Doctor. Uh, <laughs> just like I refuse to say the fugitive Doctor and just keep calling her the Ruse Doctor. <laughs> so now David Tennant will be, instead of the 14th Doctor, he's the new old Doctor. <laughs> Which you could probably say about Peter Capaldi as well. He was a new and old Doctor. Um, but yeah, I I think... Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of excited, uh, to be honest, about David Tennant coming back, even though I have, you know, some trepidations, um, as we've seen with the two Doctors, uh, you know, just because you get an old writer that everyone loves coming back and an old Doctor that everyone loves coming back doesn't mean you're going to make instant magic just by adding those two ingredients. But I do have a lot of faith in uh, Russell T. Davis. Um, Robert Holmes was very, very old. Uh, when he was writing his episodes of the Colin Baker era, to the fa- to the point where he passed away, um, the next season when he was uh, in the middle of writing the finale to the Trial of the Time Lord. So, yeah, it's uh, apparently there is half a script floating around. Uh, who knows what happens in it? Um, I would, I would, there, there's a big finish one. <laughs> Why hasn't someone made, why hasn't Big Finish made the real finale of Trial of a Time Lord instead of the Wackadoodle Megabyte modem <laughs> with Mel that we, that was seriously one of my funnest um, podcasts I've done. Because we, I think I did that straight after the first Jodie Whittaker season um, that I did on this podcast. It was just glorious. Uh, like I think it was, would have been the second Jodie Whittaker season, like the first one I did on this podcast. Because the first Jodie Whittaker season I did on Whovians on the telly. Um, <laughs> this is very, like even my timeline's confused now. <laughs> confusing um anyway the christmas invasion uh your thoughts and your theories i you know i love to hear them send them on through uh they're amazing uh and i will i will get onto them asap um speaking of which um i do have uh from earth to peter not peter the text message peter the other peter (laughs) 
some thoughts on the Christmas invasion. <laughs> oh, dear. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.